The Bully Girl Magazine podcast is your dog-eared audio destination, bookmarking the most compelling tales and insights from the vast canine universe. While we passionately dive into the world of bully breeds, dispelling myths, offering training tips, and discussing breed standards, our scope isn't limited. We cast our net wide to encompass a diverse range of dog breeds, ensuring no tale is left untold. Enhanced by expert interviews and inspiring stories, this podcast is a beacon for responsible ownership and breed education. It's where bully breed enthusiasts meet the broader dog-loving community, fostering unity, understanding and share joy in every bark and wag. So whether you're out walking your dog or listening at home, be sure to enjoy the show and keep coming back. So glad you're listening or watching the Bully Girl Magazine podcast. And I am so excited to have the wonderful Jessica from Callis Kennel, Cane Corso, Frenchie, Micro Bully, and Nano English Bully Breeder. Jessica, welcome to the Bully Girl Magazine podcast. Thank you for the invitation. Thank Who you. is that cutie pie? I just want um, to reach through and grab him and hug him forever. For I her. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is Anubis. He's, uh, I'm sorry, Adonis. He's our nine week, in, nine weeks English. Oh my God. He's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Now I want to mention that you are in Paris, California. P-E-R-R-I-S. I've never heard of that. I grew up in San Jose. Where is that? San Jose. Um, it's we're like an hour and a half away from San Diego. Oh, um, nice! Probably like forty minutes from San Bernardino, Redlands, okay. and all that. So it's like an it's pretty much like a small city. Oh wow! It sounds anything yeah. close to San Diego. I love. Now I always start the interview. There's two questions I ask, and one is, does your dog? It can be any of your dogs. Does your dog do anything funny, interesting, unusual, anything at all? Well, I find it funny that I have three female Frenchies and they think they're guard dogs. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I think because <clears throat> excuse me, they run with my canny corsos. So yeah. they think they're guard dogs and my canny corsos think they're babies. They all jump in my lap when I sit down. So I'm like, man, <laughs> my little dogs think they're big dogs. My big dogs think they're small dogs. Oh my God, that's so cute. And also, when did your love, this is a two-part question, when did your love of dogs begin? And then when did your love of bully breeds in particular begin? Um, well, we started, my husband actually was with the idea with the Kenny Corso and Demon was my first, uh, my first puppy that I got. And after him, like, I would say like the Kenny Corso is something about them show so much loyalty to Nice. Me, uh, they're they're um, they're a breed that um, just you know you have to be around them to understand the love they can give you, yeah. and then it just started from that breed to the micro bullies. The micro bullies is such a it's such a um, it's a never ending <clears throat> a never ending um, to me never ending like for you to get a dog there's always a better version. Right. With the candy corsos, there's only like specific colors yeah. and that's it. That's about it. But with the micro bullies, there's the expansion on it. It's crazy. I want to ask about the micro bullies and the nano English bulldogs, but tell us about the other uh, part of the question first, which is when did your love of bully breeds begin? Uh, it's probably been about the, 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 breed in general like yeah from, um I would say 
six years ago. Oh, nice. Six years ago. Yeah. Did yeah. you grow up with dogs? Uh, we always had a family dog, which was like, most of the time it was like Shih Tzu's. Oh, okay. Um, a smaller dog. So I don't know how I went from that to a Kenny Corso, but we always had a family dog. We actually had that dog close to 15 years. Oh, so, wow. Uh, yeah. So he was like a big part of our family. Um, but that's probably like the only dog that I had. From then, we transitioned to the Corsos. Now, what is a micro bully and a nano English bulldog for people who are new to bully breeds? A uh, micro bully is, it's a smaller version, kind of like a pit bull. Oh, like nice. It's, and it's the muscle they carry, if the definition of muscle that they have. Um, but it's just like a pre, like a small bulldog, but with a lot of structure and muscle oh. on them. And okay. a nano English is just a smaller, it's a small compact English. And what are you holding right now? Is that a nano English? It, this one um, or a micro bully? I can't tell. This is an English, but uh, English bulldog. But he, I'm not. His parents are not nanos. Okay. The, we're trying to get a female that is a nano and breed it. Yeah, I always <laughs> wish I could. I always wish I could shrink my pit bull blue. I mean, he's not huge by any means, but I just want to like carry him around in my purse, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I'm I not know. that kind of girl. Don't get me. I'm not like, you know, froofy and everything, but just, I just want to carry him. I'll put him in a backpack or something. Let's yeah. keep the big head sticking out. But yeah. how big is the one that you're holding? And for he's people on... who are listening, you need to come over to YouTube and put in Bully Girl Magazine podcast so you can look at Jessica and her adorable dog that she's holding. Yeah, um, he's not that big. I mean, he's just really chubby. <laughs> Wait, is that is he grown? He's not. He's nine. Oh, he's he's nine weeks. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's nine like, he's weeks. Yeah. Okay. How big so, will he get? Um, I I want to say maybe close to thirty five pounds. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Blue yeah. is I think seventy seven. It's kind of hard to Seven? carry around in a backpack. Seventy seven. Oh yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> yeah, so it's a little bit different. Now, again, I understand that you got into breeding. I read this in the BGM magazine, Bully Girl magazine, when you first got your Corso. And what was that like? And how was that experience? Um, the experience, well, it was a transition. So we always had small dogs to big dogs. So yeah. at first, like, I was a little scared, but like, once he started getting older, like I was fine because he's not, he's like more of a lover. He's not a fighter. He <laughs> loves attention. So it was, it was really easy for me to go through that transition to small dog to big dog. Right. So he made it really easy that we were like, I, I, well, I was like, I want another one. And then we got our second one. And then uh, they had puppies and the experience on it, I was like, it was something so natural that I was like, I think I could do this. So oh, it wow. came just naturally to me, like the whole breeding, having puppies. I read a lot and I asked a lot of questions to people who already bred. So it was it was fairly easy. So uh, to me, it was something naturally. So I felt like if it came this naturally, it's probably meant for me to be able to do it. Now, I know you're doing micro bullies, Frenchies, nano English bulldogs. So are you no longer uh, breeding the Corso at this point? I, I am. Yes. Oh, you are too. Well, wow, that's yes. a lot. How do you manage yes. all the different 
types of dogs uh, you got? <laughs> uh, me, I, I like like to learn. So it's awesome. It's different breeds. I, I like to, you know, like um, just learn the difference. I already I already got it down pretty much. I already know if it's a corso how to handle it. If it's a micro bully, how to handle them. And the English, well, he's my first one, so I haven't experienced oh. him, his breed. But my Frenchies, I, I got it pretty much down and where wow. I know the moms <laughs> and how much they can handle on their own and how much I need to work with them. Now, I was reading in the article in BGM that your dedication to pet care is renowned among local veterinarians. And that's what I love to hear on the show. Tell us more about that and what you're doing to keep it that about way. About the vet? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I have a local vet, Butchko. Um, the girls know me already. <laughs> they say I, go, um, I know them. I, I built a, a relationship where I walk in and they already know what a, um, who I am. You know, and just the knowledge they have, I always ask questions. That's my thing. Anything I have concerns, I ask questions and a lot of questions. So, and they always answer. That's that's one of the main reasons I I always go to them. Oh, that's like, great. I and sleep you... on my lap, <laughs> on my arm. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's so ridiculously cute. If you're listening, again, you got to go to YouTube, Bully Girl Magazine podcast, and see this adorable pup. Now, talk to us about the socialization. I understand that you they're introduced to other breeds uh, and their age group at kennels. Yeah. Um, what it is is <clears throat> there's um, there's always shows, like oh, especially nice. for, the, for the micros, and we like to go and the, the dogs get more social with other dogs, um, like the competing. It's it's a, it's it's something that you wouldn't imagine. The world is mm-hmm. like the bully world. It's a whole different thing than we're used to. We just think, oh, they're just dogs. But everybody that breeds has put so much dedication into this. Like stacking a dog is so much dedication. Having a dog compete is so much dedication. And, um, we go and there's always other dogs there and they're around each other, the dogs. So it's, it's good for them. Good for us. We learn, we, we all talk, you know, uh, get to know other people. And so far we've been blessed with the, with the other breeders we meet, they all been, um, very welcoming to, you know, a female breeder. And that's what I love. I, I love, you know, like I, I've been truly blessed with that part. Oh, that's great. Now, for people who are new to any type of dog shows, what does stacking mean? Stacking is you stand the dog at a certain position and the dog has to stay there, basically, oh. because there's people judging the dog. So he he stands in a certain position and he stays in that position for judges to judge him and other people to see him, which oh. sounds so simple, but it really isn't. I've tried it myself just uh, without practice. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, when in my mind, when I first heard of that, I thought it meant um, like I just I pictured different levels of, you know, tears. <laughs> They're all like, like stacked up on. <laughs> oh, no, it's uh, it's funny that they call it stacking. But yeah, no, yeah. It, they stand in a certain position and they basically get judged um, and they have to stay in this position. Oh, well, how long do they have to stay in that position for usually? I mean, it's not usually that long. It's just while they get judged. Um, doesn't take maybe less than a minute for the judge to walk around. To oh, the that's dogs. good. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I haven't been to a show yet, but it's definitely on my list. And next oh, time yeah. one comes to my area, I, I can't wait. I'm super excited. Yeah, now, I definitely recommend it. Oh, I can't wait. Now, I read that your favorite bloodline comes from Crown and TBC. Tell us about this. So, uh, yeah, uh, Crown 
he comes from Golden Line. He, right now, he's, I, I would say, one of the top look, good-looking dogs. Yeah. Um, both have made, uh, both um, kennels camps have done very good, very successful. They've been doing it for a very long time. And I always listen to advice that people who breed that do it for so long, you know, they, their knowledge. And yeah. when they give you knowledge, you receive it because they've been doing it for a very long time and it took a lot for them to get that knowledge. And um, both, both camps have, you know, beautiful dogs. Something that I consider a goal that we want to have a, a male looking like that. Yeah. Now, what do you feed your dogs and pups? Um, my puppies, uh, they all eat Bully Mac. Um, okay. So far, I've I've been very lucky. None, none of them have had a weird reaction to it because I know the Frenchies are very picky sometimes. Um, yes. But so far, I mean, they've been all they all been good. We do Bully Macs and we do boiled chicken. Uh, the females who uh, we want to get pregnant, we put them on vitamins. Our males are are usually uh, the dogs are on fish oil and vitamin E. Oh, that's good. But also, yeah. Oh, that's great. And yeah. the older dogs, I understand, eat twice a day, and the pups enjoy twice three to four meals. Yeah. So this little guy, he does four right now. <laughs> I have Frenchies that are, uh, yeah, <laughs> he's funny. Um, <laughs> I have a Frenchie who's four months. He's doing three times with the candy oh, corso. Okay. She's around the same age. They do three times. And then the bigger dogs do twice. So oh, okay. feeding all day. <laughs> <laughs> that must be exhausting. But I mean, it's it's obviously your passion. And I think that's what's yeah. so important. You know, I, I do love it. And it's something that has caught my attention in five, six years. And it still fascinates me to, oh, that's great. to do all this. And you're always learning, like you said. That's yeah. awesome. It's it's like unlimited learning. And that's where once a year, even at the top, there's something you got to learn. Oh, wow. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Now, how do you keep your dogs active? Active. Um, <clears throat> we have a two-acre house. Uh, oh, nice. So they're, um, we have them uh, out. But I've we've noticed when the dogs... When we're out there playing with them, of course, more participate. Yeah. And so usually somebody, you know, one of us are out there playing with them at least once a day. So oh, we run, my Frenchies don't need nobody. They run from back to front. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm just looking at them <laughs> like go. But usually the micros, because they're more heavy bods, um, yeah. you got to go out there and play with them. But there's a maybe two courses that you if they're if we're out there they most of them participate so that's what we try to do throw the ball you know we have yeah. a, a rope and kind of see play who's stronger pulling <laughs> the, the different ends but usually they cheat because like three of them will jump in against me <laughs> so I'm like okay okay so I'd love to see a video yeah. That oh yeah, be, that must be so cute. If you have any pictures, let me know. That sounds absolutely adorable. Um, I don't have pictures, but I think I have a video where usually we throw like a ball on the roof and they're all chasing the rope. Um, I think I do have a video on it, but yeah. Okay, yeah, I would love that. I could share it with my audience. I think that's great. Now, walk us through purchasing a pup from Callus Kennels from start to finish. <clears throat> well, from start, they usually usually because there's a lot of scamming. 
they do the we oh. do the FaceTime. I mean, they ask a lot of questions, which is understandable because of the the scamming and um, the other issues. So usually, sometimes if they're out of state, what we do is FaceTime, or they also can come and see the dogs. We've had people come see the puppies. They choose which puppy they want, and usually let them go at eight weeks. But before um, between that, you know, they do get pictures on the pup updates and everything. Um, once the puppy has um, the eight weeks, they've been seen by the vet, um, and there's nothing wrong. They seem healthy. Everything's good. Checked off. Then they they're able to come and pick them up. And then there is a uh, we do a contract with the a year. If the if a puppy I mean passes away, we do require the op- autopsy because. We don't, you know, we just, we're looking yeah. out for them and us to yeah, make sure exactly. that it was something that was on our end and not on their end. Yeah. And, it, and um, luckily, it only happened once that we had to do um, that situation, but we didn't ask for the autopsy only because I follow, we follow most of our, our, our puppies, our previous pups, and we always post previous pups update pictures, but yeah. because I knew this person was taking care of the dog. I didn't ask for the autopsy. We just did the pup. We we re, we uh, replaced the puppy. Oh, so, I see. Um, he he has a puppy and everything's good now. But usually it's then. And then I still get questions um, on uh, recommendation. What what should I feed them? Usually yeah. it's what should I feed them? There's a few of them that they started breeding the dog and they'll ask us questions and we kind of guide from from our knowledge and our experience and try to guide them through that. Well, it's interesting because my next question is, what is your advice to other breeders? I mean, to other breeders, you you just, um, for me, I would say you really have to sit down and think about it because it's a, it's, this is a, a, this is dedication, sweat, tears, patience. There's a lot behind it. It's not, you know, it's something that you don't punch out. Right. It's a 365 days, seven days, 24 hour job. Right. You know, and uh, if you have that, then that's one of the things. The second thing is you have to have the love and passion for it because otherwise you're stuck with long days and long nights. I bet. Yeah. Especially when they're, uh, you know, giving birth and, yeah. I mean, just I've learned so much just in the short time I've been doing this podcast about that process. And some dogs need more hands on, right? When is there yeah. differences with the cane corso, the Frenchies, and Nano uh, English Bulldog? Tell us about this. Well, uh, my cane courses, they do natural birth. My mm-hmm. Frenchies and micro bullies and the English are all going to be C sections. Oh, but okay. even then, like just trying to get the dog on time to a hospital, make sure they're, they're good. The moms are good. The puppies are, re- are ready to come out. It's, it's a lot of back and forth for, to, from yeah. the vet. And just to make sure everything's good before they have the pups. And well, my Kenny Corsos, it's natural. So, you, you know, I'm there with her. I'm like a midwife. <laughs> I'm in there with the whelping box with her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is a so, lot. So I think that's really good. Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was going to say, I just think no, that's really great advice. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. So if you're, you're prepared for all that and you know, then it's for you. 
I mean, don't yeah. do it for the that quick buck thing because it doesn't work like that. There's a lot more behind it than the quick dollar. You have to have the love for it, the passion for it, and and you have to feel responsible for them. You know, if you're gonna breed breed them, you're responsible. Yeah, that is so true. What is your goal, Jessica, for this year and into next? My goal is um actually is definitely um getting that male, the micro male, the micro bully male that we uh, visualize. Um, I would like to go more to the shows to stack up, to stack off, um, put the male in. Mm-hmm. It's a little hard, you know, cause you know, being a female breeder, it's a little bit like intimidating, but yeah. I, um, I would say I'm very lucky cause the guys so far, I'm sure it's not always a walk in the park, but so far the guys have been okay with it. You know, like okay. for me to say, I am a female breeder and it's, it's good because the guys have been good with, you know, okay with it, very welcoming. And I would want to be more comfortable in stacking off and yeah. getting in there and showing what I, what, what we um, have uh, created. Yeah, I think that's great. I also read in the article in BGM. Uh, that Callus Kennel stands out as one of the few kennels that promotes love and positivity, encouraging everyone to win together. Expand on that for us, Jessica. Um, well, you know, uh, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of drama. And, oh. and, you know, it's just, it's competition. So it could get a little, it could get a little uh, messy, is right. the word. Yeah. So it's a competition. It could get messy, you know. Um, we We try not to to get involved in that. It's more right. like you, you want to be more of the inviting me. I'm working on being more social. Like I'm not one to go out and talk to everybody. I'm not a social butterfly, <laughs> but I'm working on that on myself. And, you know, it's just, I, you just want to see people like good. You don't yeah. want to see people having the drama. It's just what you bring. We, we want to bring in the positive and, and try to not be, you know, um, I would say a problem starter. I wouldn't say problem starter, but just somebody that's going to make issues and make it uncomfortable. You know, yeah. you go to shows, it's already like just to have fun and show what you created. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you hope for the bully world in the next 10 years or like 10 years from now? What do you hope to um, see? Definitely see more female breeders. I know there's um, there's a, there's a few that I've seen. I, I personally, I only seen two that, oh. you know, um, she, I, first one, uh, she's very comfortable. I've seen her in the scene. She's very comfortable. Me, I'm like, oh my God, but her, she <laughs> natural. She, yeah. she, um, she goes in, she's very natural. She judges is a uh, pushing P that would mm-hmm. be one of them. Second one, she's uh, still a little girl. So, um, uh, Aubrey, Aubrey is her name. Yeah. So she, she's out there and she's, she's trying, you know, she's doing it also. So just more female breeders, maybe less drama. Yeah, no, it sounds like, yeah, less drama is always a good thing. Well, there's, there's a lot of great female breeders like you in the Bully Girl magazine. And what do you think about the magazine, by the way? Um, I, 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 
I think it's such a good thing because it is showing like it's making it more comfortable for like female readers to come out because I'm pretty sure there is a lot. It's just sometimes we do the back work, meaning we stay home, right. we do the whelping, we do the cleaning, we do the other stuff. It's just uh -huh. when it comes to shows, um, we're not the ones in the front. We're usually the ones doing the back work. And usually it's the guys doing the front work, you know? Yeah. And if it's, if it's just, it makes it more comfortable for, for me to say, okay, if she can do it, she's doing it, I can do it too. Oh, that's and so that's fun. always like, you know, female positive, positive females working together to make other females feel comfortable in the scene is always a good thing. Oh, it is. By the way, I'm the biggest social butterfly ever. So if you ever need some tips, <laughs> just oh, yeah, call me I up. would definitely go to you because me, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Oh, you yeah. can't stop me from talking to people. I love talking. My mom always used to say it's, you know, she would go to the store and um, she would meet somebody like, oh, I met this woman. We were looking at the apples together and then they she'd get her phone number. They become friends. And so instead of don't talk to strangers, I think, as you know, as long as she was there, she's like, yeah, go for it. Talk to strangers. So I, I do love to talk to everybody. It does make it does make life a lot more interesting. Was there anything that you wanted to add? I mean, obviously, I want to get your website and all your information, but anything else in this conversation, Jessica? <laughs> No, just shout out to the women, you know, the, the ladies who did it, doing it or want to do it, you know, shout out to you guys. You know, if there's other ones, we can, other females doing it, we can do it too. Even me, like how I am, <laughs> so nervous <laughs> and not social. Yeah. If you want to do it, it's, it's something that we can do. Yeah, I think that's great. Well, tell us how we can find out all about Callis Kennel. Well, right now, uh, we only have an uh, Instagram, so it's Kelly's Kennel, um, just uh, Kelly's Kennel, under, no, Kelly's underscore Kennel, and you and guys could, um, follow there, and we can either talk dogs, or we could, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just get to know each other. I, I would like to meet other female breeders, so that's something that I would like to do. Yeah, that would be awesome, and it's C-A-L-I-S, Kelly's. Yes. That's a really uh -huh. pretty. How did you come up with it? Is that your last name or it's a beautiful name? Uh, no, my husband was in the military and oh. they called them Kelly, I guess, because he's from California. So he oh. was like, oh, well, it's Kelly's. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I kept calling it Callus. I apologize. <laughs> no, um, you're good. Please thank him for my service. Thank him for my service. Thank him for his <laughs> service from I will. me. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, everybody, keep coming back to Bully Girl Magazine podcast and subscribe to Bully Girl Magazine. It's incredible. And download the Bully Girl mobile app. It's available in the Apple and Google Play stores. And keep coming back. Uh, we've discussed it before, but we talk about all dog breeds here. And we're going to have rescues and veterinarians and influencers and it's mostly about bullies, but if you've got a different dog, I've got a bull, I've got a pit bull in here, and I've got a lab. Now, of course, a pit bull is my heart and soul, but my lab's okay. Now, if you if you love labs, <laughs> you're welcome too. Anyway, everybody, thanks for listening, and have a great day.